I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. <laughs> We're going back to the hive in season five of The, the Connor and Smith Show. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Zenify. Yeah. Zenify Stress Relief Zero Sugar Antioxidant Supplement. That's what we just cracked open. It is non GMO cer- uh, certified and uh, has 10 calories. It is an alcohol replacement. It is zero sugar and 100 fun. That's right. Thank you, Zenify. Um, who are we talking to tonight? Catherine Straub. Thank you, yeah, producer Ryan thank Dean. Thank you, Ryan. Um, we are going to catch up with uh, Miss Alaska, Katie Strock, um, and learn about life in Alaska. Learn about where Alaska is for some of us, me. Um, and uh, we're going to take a break. We will be right back. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can. Hi. Welcome, Katie. Hi. <laughs> I am here with my co-host and husband, Matt Connor. Hey, 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 hey. My mom was going to love that. Every time it went 8 p.m. here, I can always call her on the East Coast since midnight, and I know she's watching Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> And we are also joined by our producer, Ryan Dean Halbrook. Why, hello there. Why, hello there. <laughs> so uh, it's it's uh, been a minute, Katie. Just been a minute, yes. Well, let's just address the elephant in the room, which is we are now basically talking to you in Alaska. You are. How you long de- have you been in Alaska? <gasps> um, <laughs> I came up here in 2004. Why? What, to do theater. What is in Alaska? Well, there's a lot actually in Alaska, believe it or not. Um, but I came up in 2004 and um, uh, the first two years were kind of up here in the summer. So it's a lot of seasonal work. And then I went back to the East Coast and did some regional theater. But um, there are there are two dinner theaters in Denali National Park. And prior to doing, uh, it's, I worked at the Cabin Night Dinner Theater, and in 2004, I was actually at the Broadway Palm West in Arizona doing Annie Get Your Gun, and the director, manager for Cabin Night was in the show with me, and he was like, hey, you should come to Alaska. And I went, all right. <laughs> Just as simple as that. Pretty much, yes, yes. Well, you know, of course, we've heard amazing things about Alaska. And of course, the arena stage here in Washington, as you know, used to have a a sort of a sister brother connection with Perseverance. Yeah. Yes. That is the other big connection. Yeah. I've done Christmas Carol with with Perseverance. So, yeah. Molly Smith. She. Yes. uh, I think she founded that theater. She did. And then came down here to slum with us. Um, so let me ask a couple of regional questions. Okay, go for it. Have you seen the Northern Lights? Absolutely. Oh, you have? Oh, of course. Ryan's now going to be so mad because he wants to see them. Well, Did Ryan, you, come on Can up. Can you see Russia? I cannot see Russia. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure that's not true. All right. Now, although it was very funny a couple of years ago. Well, um, Karina Nushu and Jen Hines came up. 
Mm. It was Karina's bucket list of states for her 40th birthday. And it was the last day I was getting ready to um, take him to the airport. And um, we were joking about, how can, can you see Russia? We walked out in the parking lot of the restaurant and there was a car and the license plate said Russia. And I went, there you go, new shoe. You saw Russia. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. So funny. Yeah. Where are you from originally, Katie? Greencastle, Pennsylvania, which is 45 minutes north of Winchester, right on I-81. So that would be above Hagerstown. Yes. And was there a green castle there? No, no green castles. No, a bit of a, a, just weird. I went to Greencastle Antrim High School and our mascot was the Blue Devils. I kid you not. You can't make this up. Oh my God. (laughs) Blue and green make? What do blue and green make? I don't know. I don't think they make make purple. It was just funny. Yeah. No, there it is. Oh my gosh. Well, um, let's start. Let's just talk about SU for a second. Okay. How did you find SU? Um... Uh, SU found her. Yes. No, no actually. Uh, that all goes to Jenny Parker, Klein Peter. Um, Jenny and I, because Jenny's from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, and we took dance together at the same dance studio in Greencastle. And um, so I had known her from there and then knew Shenandoah through her. And when I went down to audition for Shenandoah, I didn't go on one of the big audition days. Um, My schedule was crazy. Every weekend, nothing's changed. Um, I was either at a band competition or an indoor guard competition or a choir or something like that. So I actually had to find a day outside that I actually got to go down and audition for Hal and Dr. Albert. And I saw Jenny when I was there. And stupid me, this is how green I was. I literally thought, okay, I want to sing and perform. So naturally I should be in vocal performance. And Jenny set me straight. Thank you. Thank goodness for her. She goes, no, 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 honey, you want musical theater. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Green Castle is near Chambersburg. Just south of it. Yep. They were our rivals. (laughs) (laughs) The the Blue Devils and the Chambersburg. Tro- Trojans. <laughs> oh my God, that's just terrible. Who did you Who did you study voice with? Og. Um, I first started with a lady named Rita Noel, Noel, who was a very good friend of Doctor Og's, but she left after the first year um, and went back, I think, to Europe. And then I was with Donna Goldstrand for three years. Donna Goldstrand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you, you, and you were all in. Take it easy. He's, he's looking at <laughs> Stephen and I just to let you. Yeah, know. you guys all did take it easy, right? We did. Oh yeah, we did. We were. Ryan, uh, Ryan was was my was my sweetheart in that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shucks. Oh shucks. Now I'm falling for you. I think was was that what yeah, that? We, yeah. Stephen and I were just singing that. Oh my god! Did you do all the choreography too? Oh, I don't remember. I, I get jumpy and turn all goose bumpy just to be here walking with you. Step, kick, turn. When we go out at the stars, our side. Sway. 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 That's right. Sway. That's right. Up, yeah. down. I, I saw that show. I had a program to that show. Oh. I loved it. 
but mostly I think I didn't know anything. Well, I don't know what was happening, but I think it was just, it just felt very nostalgic. So it felt for that like 40. Yeah. yeah. Like I was waiting for Bette Midler to come out. Oh, I would have loved that. That was, <laughs> that was Katie Strzok. Oh, <laughs> she, I, she was I a Bette Midler. No. <laughs> it's all about that potato song though. That, oh God. That, Hot one potato, two potato, God. three potato, four. I think I still have my VHS tape of that. I do too. I do too. We should put that on YouTube. How can we have that show when we listen to it right now? (laughs) How about a complete reenactment? No, no. I will never forget, although I had forgotten it until you just said it, so I guess that's a lie. I just remembered is what I should say. One day in rehearsal, because I'm such a kind actor in a space, um, you you girls were doing the potato song <laughs> and it started out with one potato, two potato, three potato, four. And there was always a joke about me and my bag. Like I would pull anything in the world out of my bag, like a full sandwich or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marcus would always call me Mary Poppins. <laughs> and you guys started that song and slowly in rhythm and t- <laughs> perfectly timed i pulled out four potatoes and put them on the floor um oh my god the professional thing to do i feel like through ssmt and the shows that we did there i i definitely got my fill and my love of um what can we do to crack one another up during a show like we you never we never knew what was coming in rehearsal and and it was just always hilarious like you pulling potatoes out of a bag or Never knowing what was in the casket and Big River, that a, a chicken, a ch- the chicken. Yeah, but uh, my grubs reminded me that I like fell down the stairs in Big River on you, purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, I don't remember doing that. We never knew when you were falling. <laughs> well, then it was appropriate that your song was that I'm falling for you. Exactly. <laughs> Did What's you do a prat? What you never did a prat fall in that song. I feel cheated, Ryan. Oh no, absolutely. I was a, prof- a professional. A, prof- <laughs> a professional. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. My first question is: Is I did take it easy? Take a, a, a road to other stuff after Shendo? I can't. No, I, no, I, I took can't, it easy. Afterwards. I can't find anything online. No, well, that, that's your answer. Yeah. I, I and and there, it 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 died. <laughs> well, talking about having fun on stage, um, we were doing My Fair Lady with um, Sally Murphy. Sally Murphy, who was in the revival of Carousel, Tony nom- nominated uh, actress, and she was. Um, we were all being very professional. We were, we were being. We were like on our tippy toes. We were like the four boys with her as Eliza, you know. And then one yeah. day during the show, she came to me and she was like, "Do you guys ever have fun in the show?" <gasps> And we were like, uh, yeah. She's like, everyone just seems like they're so serious. Anyways, so she started assigning us things to do in the show. <laughs> and of course, the audience never found out. But it was just so yeah. funny. We were like, oh, my God. Sally Murphy from the Broadway is asking us to have fun have- on this stage? Mm-hmm. So- I think we knew knew to have fun, but not let it take away from our shows, I, you know, I think. Yeah, you kind of have to, right? You do, and like, like you say in My Fair Lady, I mean, we, I, I toured with that for a year, and you kind of want to add a little something in when you do the same show 
every night. You know, I say that now, and I did seven seasons up in Denali doing the Cabin Night Dinner Theater, which was kind of the same show two nights a week for seven seasons. Yeah. That's it's, that's a long time. <laughs> you got to lighten it up. One of my favorite things to do um, that uh, I would ever do is is if, if there was a cross or something, you know, where you're just kind of filling space, passing through, is to assign an actor uh, two conflicting um, things to play as they're crossing. <laughs> so I would say, like, you just won the lottery, but you have severe diarrhea. And then play that. I'm going to so remember they that. They would be, like, so excited and then, like, grab their stomach. Or, um, or I'd say, you are very strong, confident, and tough, but you're afraid of spiders. I'm going to remember those this summer. We do a, a, a warm-up activity with our kids. I work for Alaska Theater of Youth in the summer. We'll do improv warm-ups, and we love this game, The 500 Ways to Enter a Room. I'm so going to do, do a few of those. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Michael Richards probably played that ga- game at some point in his life. Oh, Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh. He oh, yes. Differently. Every single time. Every single time. Yeah. So you tell your... Because uh, I think I might steal this. You tell the student, okay, you have to come through the door and this is how you have to do it. Or yes. are we trying to guess what they're doing coming through the door? No, we tell them how to enter and they have to act it out. The how What that means to them. Like, what is it? Yeah. Right. Yes. That's yeah. funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the key to my game is you have to have the polar opposites and play them together. That's like leveling up. That's yeah. really good. And figure out how to do it realistically enough, you know. Yes. Um, the dog has burrowed into the blanket. So Aww. there looks like a, there's a ghost behind Matthew. Oh. I'm sorry. He's just always trying to steal the attention. It's kind of like keeping your performance fresh every night after a while is really landing all your marks that you've rehearsed while kind of not improvising, but finding new ways to keep your performance just alive and keeping it coming from a real place rather than a, a, a robot. We've all seen tours and shows at times where you think, oh my God, is everyone just kind of phoning it in? You know, yeah. like, oh my, you don't care. Yes. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And with the ones, the shows I did on the road, and I was two years on showboat and like I said when you're on my fair lady it's just that repetition you there's always still in the back of your head you know you still have a paying audience they have never seen it before and you've got to do that but you've got to add that element of fun for you and I guess yeah what was that game Meg told us about in cats that they played they would they would like kill Meg was in the it, it wasn't cats um this is Meg Gillantine. Meg, yeah. Meg Gillantine. And she said that they would try to kill each other with little guns. Their hands would make guns. And if you got shot, you had to like find a way to die as a cat. And then dramatically. And then, yeah, dramatically. Mm-hmm. And then like rejoin the dance. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Broadway, ladies and gentlemen, exactly. Broadway. Exactly. You or they play that game Killer, where you pick somebody to be the killer, and when they if when they it's a secret handshake or something, or I think it became like a wink. <laughs> COVID, but um, you had to die dramatically, or how how would you die? And, and it's always that's always hilarious. I feel like I remember playing past the rubber as well. Oh my god, yeah! Like we had a condom. Oh, and 
people would shake hands and pass it or whatever. Wasn't there yes. a during Damn Yankees? Wait, weren't we all in Big River together? Yeah, yes. I was not. Oh, didn't somebody put something in the coffin? Well, the every chicken, night yeah. there was something in the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> every night you had to pass by that coffin and see what was in it. In yep. Damn Yankees, at the was it at the bows where like, yes people would hold something behind their back? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the boys kind of won. No, wait, was that? I'm trying to think how that I think the boys won by taking our, our headshot photos and God, I hadn't thought about that. Good job, Ryan. And, um, and they like and, taped it to their back or something. But it was on a photo from, I believe, a Playgirl magazine. Can I say that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. Oh my God. That's hysterical. Yes. Yep. It wow. was headshots attached to like some, you know, three-page spread or something. I don't know. Wow. Um, the, uh, the the other show, we were in the Mikado together as well. We were. Oh, oh my. my God. We, we, yes, Mikado. I have, oh, my God. I have this great, I was Annie's understudy for that. And there's this great picture I still have. I think it's on Facebook somewhere where I've got the scythe. And it looks like I'm chopping her head off. Because <laughs> I wanted to go on. I don't know why. I guess I just wanted to sing it. But yeah, we were just joking. But yes. I understudied who did Craig. Nanky Poo. Nanky Poo, right? And I remember having to go on and I didn't know anything. So like out of my like costume, I pulled out the script. Because <gasps> I did not know it at all. Jeez. Yeah. I was like, we shouldn't be doing this. This is racist. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there was that. Yeah. So, yeah. There was that hindsight. Um, hindsight. Hindsight. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, that yeah. happened. I also had the uh, privilege of being in your one-woman show. Art you inspired. did in your boxers. Yep. Yep. That oh, happened. Sugar yeah. pie, honey bunch. Oh my god! Yeah, that was a fun show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, so for those who did not see it, it was um, it was a uh, almost like a whole bunch of mini Sunday in the parks as far as like Katie would pick a piece of art and then do a, a scene and song and whatever that right. kind of seemed like it came from. That yeah. Came from. yeah. My, mo- my mom had, was dragging me to art shows when I was really, I shouldn't say drag. I loved going. Like when I, when I come home to visit, we try to find time to go down to the, um, you know, Smithsonian and go to the art gallery. And we love doing that. When I was home at Christmas, I took her to the Van Gogh experience in DC. Mm. Didn't um, I see you once here? I've seen, I don't know if I saw you. I saw Steven at, when I, when we saw Glory, Glory song. Wait, yes. Freedom, Freedom, Freedom song. Freedom song. Um, I saw several shows with my students at Ford's Theater. Were you at the Kennedy Center at all? I talked to you. You helped me get my tickets for um, um, Sheer Madness. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. How often do you get back to the, the Greencastle? Um, well, I'll be home in August. So I actually, I was, I'm like, I hope I get to come down to D.C. and see you guys. Um, yeah, come and say hi. Um, but I usually about uh, once a year. I was just home at Christmas. I'm going home. Uh, Greencastle has a triennial uh, celebration. It's called Old Home Week. And everybody comes home. 
there's bands in the square every night. It's it's really cute and it's very fun. And I'm kicking off the festivities this year with the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. But um, yeah, I try to get home. COVID was weird. COVID was the thing that kind of freaked me out because here's another kicker. I have two dogs. And they cannot fly. I cannot. They are on the no flies fly list. So I like to drive home. I have a camper. I love to drive. I love it. And I was, um, and to have it have two years, well, not two years, but when Canada shut its borders, they were so strict through COVID. I could not just go to the border and say, I want to go visit my mommy and daddy. They were like, nope, you have to have a piece of paper that says why you were coming through Canada. And it better be for some kind of a job on the other side, you could not get through. So there was literally a country that said, you cannot come through here unless you've got a really good reason. Wow. It, it, that was a little weird. I mean, I know I could have hopped on a plane, but yeah, who, who wanted to fly at that point? So, so how do dogs get on a no fly list? They had, must have done something really bad. They did. <laughs> they, um, my two are criminals. They robbed a bank. No, <laughs> They're called Actually, Bonnie and Clyde. Funny enough, though, my one dog does have a rap sheet. Um, he He's from Valdez, and he was actually on the street uh, uh, for the longest time, for nine years of his life. And uh, anytime his owner got in trouble or had to go stay the night in jail or whatever, they would take him to the pound. And then either the guy would get out of jail and would get him, and I hope this guy's not listening and finds out where I live. But <laughs> um, they they ran out of room for him in Valdez. They were like, we're not going to surrender this dog back to you guys. Cause he's just going to end up back here. They ship him up to Fairbanks and there's a rescue up there. This lady went in one day and she goes, well, what's the matter with that dog? And they said, well, he's old and he's fat. And she goes, and <laughs> there was nothing wrong with this dog, except for the fact he was chunky and nine years old. And so she took him and, and then a friend of mine saw it and says, I think this will be a good match for your your other dog. And I've had him for three years now and my little chubby checkers. But oh, he, I love that. But now, they're Exxon Valdez. Yes. Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. At Valdez. All right. That yeah, one. All right. Yeah. They cleaned that up a little, a good bit. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. But towns <laughs> right. and pugs might be the same thing. Like, I don't think you would ever take um, Eddie and Byron on you would never check them underneath. So my dogs are big, so they'd have to go underneath. Um, and when the dogs have the shorter snouts, it's harder for them to breathe. So they're on a no fly list. Fly Interesting. And some of it is behavior, like pit bulls aren't going. They they just aren't. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Or, or purebred chows are not going to go for both reasons. They can be aggressive and the short snouts. But both my dogs now are from the same rescue up in Fairbanks and they're hilarious <laughs> yep. we we are um constantly reminded that we can't go anywhere because of these two you know what i mean yeah it's just impossible um and especially after covid because i mean the bonding we were already very close with them but now it's just like really bad i don't know who's worse them or us i'd say it's 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 equal. We get so attached to them. I, every time I go to work in the morning, I just look at my dogs and I go, I'd really rather just stay here and cuddle you guys, do a little work. I, I, I did not mind the past two years at all. And when the pandemic started, I had checkers and then I had my other dog, Finley. And 
Uh, I lost Finley about a year and a half ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Yo, he, that was my boy. And that dog sat through play rehearsals, jazz rehearsals, um, opera rehearsals. Uh, it just, you name it. He was with me all the time. He sat through voice lessons, just the most cultured dog you ever, you ever met. And, um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I was with him in that time. Cause yeah, that year leading up to it was, yeah. And I know you can empathize with that. I followed you along with your journey too. And I, oh, when I saw that, I cried. <laughs> oh yeah. The Buddha. Like we literally could like film the ballet that happens in the bedroom with the two dogs. I mean, like even this morning, uh, we should have gotten up a little earlier. I have a hurt back currently and like bye-byes Byron just kept doing all these cute things, trying to snuggle in the bed. You can just tell he like could get close enough. I just won't get closer to you. Flop. Yep. Yep. Uh, we joke that my newer one, Zip, she she does like CPR. Like she'll hop up in the bed and she's just like pounding on my chest. I'm like, are you part cat? What is the deal, dog? Oh, so I joke. I have an old man and a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so take us through a little uh, bird's, eyes, uh, bird's eye view of your Alaska world right now do you have a backyard are you in an apartment are you on a boat do you catch fish <laughs> um I have caught fish um I've been dip netting and that hurts where they have the big like net on a big stick and you just let the fish go into the net that is that is the hardest work I've ever done that's rough but um I live I have a little duplex um, well, I live on the one side of a duplex. I have a backyard for the dogs. Um, yeah, just very normal. I don't live in an igloo. I don't use a dog <laughs> and then, sled. And how far do you have to drive to like a, a gig or your theater? Or how, how, are you? Every, everything's very close. It, it really is. Um, you, you know, it, nothing is too far unless you're literally going to the next town, which could be essentially... 30 minutes, you know, like it's 30 minutes south to Girdwood, which is really just a ski town. And then um, it takes you about 45 minutes to an hour uh, when you head north. Uh, and by the way, this is one road to get wow. out north of Anchorage and to get south of Anchorage. So if I were going to Seward or Homer, you know, down that way, um, there is one road. And Friday night, funny enough, whenever there's an accident on that road, stuff shuts down. And our drummer, we were supposed to start at 10 o'clock Friday night. Our drummer finally got there at 1030 and left Palmer, which is north of Anchorage, uh, left about 620 to get there. Wow. Yeah. Now, is Anchorage on water? Yes, we are. Um, so if you take your, your hand... And you like do a thumbs down and then hold your palm out. We're like in the crook of the thumb out to your index finger. So that's, and, and it's called the turnigan arm. So the water way into there. But. And it's the biggest city in Alaska, right? It is. Cause technically we cover all the way, you know, 30 miles South, which is Girdwood, the ski town. And technically we still are part of this little town called Eagle river, which is 10 miles north of the city of Anchorage. Yeah. It is the biggest city. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. There's a Matanuska Susitina borough. Susitna. The Matanuska. Yes. Good job, Susitna. Have you um have you added any education degrees or any other learning since SU? You know, I, I haven't. I contemplated going back and getting my music education degree. I had an amazing head of school. I, I taught for nine years. I did. I was at a private school in here in Anchorage and my head of school was amazing and really was encouraging uh, me to, to pursue it. And then he left and I kind of went, ah, I'm fine. But I did a lot of fun things for nine years and had a lot of hands-on training in education. And they, they basically let me run my music program like an, a theater school. So when the kids came at a music theater school, when the kids came in, we were doing music, we were doing ukulele. Yeah, we put on incredible shows, uh, which was a lot of work for me because I was the costumer, the choreographer, the set designer, the set constructor, everything, music director. It was, it was just a lot. So I put all those skills to work. Right. <laughs> that we it all come, It all came under one umbrella. Yeah, like 50 hours of costumes and 50 hours in the stage shop, craft. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's, I don't know too many other universities that do that. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, yeah, it was. I didn't go to any other university, so I have no idea. Well, I will say this about the university. I felt like Shenandoah was, felt more like a boot camp. Yep. In the sense of you had to figure a lot of things out, kind of not on your own, but you were just there and you either kind of swam or you sank. It wasn't really nobody really coddled you and said, hey, you need to do this the rest of your life. Mm, exactly. And we were we were there at an interesting time when you look at like your history of musical theater. Um, funny, I was just having this conversation with Jen Hines, actually, is that we were there at such a interesting time. I mean, we were there when Rent came out. Music theater was seriously changing. And we were our, our teachers were I love them all, but definitely in a way of doing things that had been done from, you know, the 50s. Exactly. 50s. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we weren't quite. And we weren't ready to prepare. Like I'm you know, just hearing you talk about, well, where was a business class? Why right. didn't we have that? Why um, well, putting our resume together? Like that was one class. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why, well, why didn't we have a master class where some wonderful photographer was giving a discount for new headshots? Or a class where the, every single time you did something, they just said no. Yeah. <laughs> Right, because right. <laughs> that's basically what the business is, right? No, 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 and then you get that one yes. Yeah, yeah. But we, but then we figured it out. I mean, we had to. I mean, theater was evolving, and we had to go with it. And we really, and yeah. This is something. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, listening to some of the other avenues that people have gone on to it, it's really nice that they found that out the different outlets of music that it wasn't just you go to Broadway and this is what you do no there's been doing burlesque circus there's I mean I was listening to Fitz's um podcast with him and his tech knowledge just is fascinating I mean half right. the stuff, I didn't even understand what it was but I'm going that is fantastic. 
that really was, I mean, look where he is. And it's, I think it's just great. It's like, we, we, we took our education and we evolved with it and we made it work for our passions. Yeah. And you know what I will say, you know, the more that we've talked to people, I do think that it, it is, you're exactly right. I think that there's a little bit of a contribution from Shenandoah that gives you a really nice toolkit that can allow you to really, you know, pivot and change your creation. And you're not just this musical theater box. Right. There, there was this very DIY, you do it yourself kind of feeling to it as well, which mm -hmm. I think really helped out, not just with theater, but just life and being able to pivot when you needed to pivot. And I, that's what I've noticed doing the, the podcast with all, all everybody, the alumni. Yeah, everybody is creating their own one person show, whether it be a show or not, they're creating yeah. their own life with whatever tools they have. And that's what me and Steve have done over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, I went to Shenandoah thinking, oh, vocal performance. That's what I should do. And Trust me, if you had asked the six-year-old me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I wanted to be a country Western singer. I wanted to be in a band. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Have you ever gotten a chance to be in a band? I'm in several bands. <laughs> All right. Oh, my so your God. dream came true. Yeah, my dream came true. Yes. It's, yes. So I, would, would, would younger you ever believe that you would be in several bands singing in Alaska? Uh, no, no, because honestly, my first two years in Alaska, I was hell bent to get back to New York City because I was that was where I wanted to be. I was still had that goal of going to Broadway. And then after my second season in Alaska, because um, in between when I went back, I worked at Wayside. So after my first season in Denali, I went back and worked at Wayside with Liz Albert and then went back to Alaska and then came back and did some more stuff at Wayside. And then after the second season in Denali, a friend of mine goes, hey, I'm going to stay the winner. And in true form, I was like, OK. <laughs> it's, it's kind of my answer for a lot of stuff. OK, whatever. And now Wayside's gone. That is sad. That but I loved working for them. Oh, my God. So I love sad. I know. Um, are, the, are the winters in Alaska like? the winter you know it, it really depends we've had some um calmer because i'm i am as far south as i am i mean i'm not down on the peninsula or anything or down by skagway or juno where juno is where perseverance theater is perseverance is not in anchorage but they will send shows up to uh, to anchorage and at one point they had like a camp um like they would do a few like like spring break camps up here. Um, but this past winter kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. It was just bitter cold and it got bitter cold fast. Um, like November hit and we were negative 10. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Right. Inside we go. It's time to go. Yeah, maybe. I, but it was, but then spring came early and that was awesome. Stuff was melting in March and it was like, Ooh, yeah, let's do it. What's the warmest it gets there? Uh, the summer. Okay. My first summer in Denali, we actually got 90 degree temperatures. Wow. That was hot. And it's always hotter. Wrap your head around this. Um, 
Denali National Park is four hours north of Anchorage and two hours south of Fairbanks. But when you go up to Fairbanks, it just really opens up. It's like a big you know, just open area as long as you as far as you can see. So it's technically if I would wake up in Denali and it was like 30 degrees, guarantee you it was 60 up in Fairbanks. It was hot. And we consider that hot. Um but it was, it, we saw 90 degree weather my first summer. And then the summer before the pandemic, it was really bad. There were, it, it got really hot. We had 80 degree weather. I know you guys are like, buck up. Uh, but, <laughs> um, it was hot. You couldn't find box fans anywhere. Uh, I saw one on Facebook marketplace for a thousand dollars that summer. Wow. Oh my God. Oh, it was ridiculous. But it was hot. Here's the thing. There houses don't have air conditioning up here. Right. We don't need it. Yeah. And, and, and when you have daylight 24 hours in the summer, stuff just cooks. It just gets warm. So, Katie, have you ever thought on, like, one of your next trips down here with the big, you know, truck, RV, whatever you have? Stock up. It, sell it. Can't you buy a- box fans at the CVS and sell them for bank? I thought about it, but we've recouped from that summer. We're good. We're good now. <laughs> All right. I'm just always trying. Trying I to know, think of the next entrepreneurial I, thing. I went I to Sweden. Side hustle. I'm going to do it. Side hustle. <laughs> yes. I went to Sweden a few years ago, and mm-hmm. it was the same thing because it's always so cold, and they're not used to it being hot. It was the hottest summer they had ever had on record, and there was no AC. It was I was miserable. Absolutely oh. miserable. What was the temps? Uh, like equivalent to like, you know, 95 here. Oh yeah. That's a little hot there. Yeah, it was hot. It was the hottest ever. I mean, I feel like here in DC, we hit July and it's just like a <laughs> hundred. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's miserable, but city in the swamp, what you going to do? Have you got to travel a lot through Alaska? Like, you know, see as much of it as possible, or have you kind of stuck to the areas that you have been performing in? There are definitely some places that I haven't been to, like like when um like Carla. I think I mentioned really quick uh to Stephen when we did like a little test the other night. Um, Carla, when she did the cruise ship, was way down on what we um like on the coast. So that's Skagway, um, Ketchikan, and I would have to take a plane to get there. So I I haven't done that, but I have been to Kodiak Island. You know, where all the bears are. The bears are, yeah. Yeah. So I've performed in Kodiak and done that. And it's and you can only fly there. It's a, and it's absolutely gorgeous. They call it, you know, the Emerald Isle of Alaska. And and it is absolutely beautiful. Um, I've been as far north as Fairbanks and then as far south as well, I've been over to near Valdez. Um McCarthy, which is like this little town that you can only walk into and only the people who live there can take their cars. Wow. And Homer, Seward, Seward, Alaska is very beautiful. Yeah. That's, but, um, I, it's just almost 20 years there. You said like 2004, almost 20. Yeah. And, and to put it in, into perspective, like if you had nobody on the road and you could drive all the way up there from like, uh, Homer, Alaska, all the way up to Fairbanks, that would take you probably 11 hours and you are still in the same state. <laughs> wow. 
I guess, I guess, you know, I was talking to uh, my mom last night and I said, you know, I, I, I feel so geographically dumb about things. I was like, I don't know why I thought Alaska was like straight up, like from here. I don't know why I thought it was on the East coast. That's dumb. It's just that's because of maps. Well, Maps put it- <laughs> and then I brought up the, the South, the viral video of uh, Miss South Carolina talking about most U S Americans don't have maps. And um, that was viral in like 2007. And yeah. And I feel so stupid thinking, oh, wow, is Alaska big? Like, I, yeah. It's a really good thing you don't do beauty contest thing. I yeah. have never. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's your favorite day? <laughs> not too hot and it's not too Wait, cold. What are you talking um, about? You didn't know Alaska was above the West Coast? I guess I was, yeah, I did not, Matt. So I, I, did not. I mean, I don't know where. I mean, I guess I probably would have if I thought of it. But my first thing was like, oh, I think of all things North and I think Maine. And then, but, like, I think Canada, and I'm like, well, Alaska's, like, up somewhere where it's cold. Isn't it up there, too? Yep. I, I well, don't. Yeah. There's a lot of people that think Alaska is down by Hawaii. Because when there are a lot of maps that just section off, they just put oh, Alaska yeah. in a corner down in, like, the lower left-hand corner. Right. So people freaking think it's down by Hawaii. And that, that one's hilarious. Well, most U.S. Americans don't have maps. Yeah. Um <laughs> Let's talk about, except on your phone. Everybody has a map. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Velvet. <laughs> velvet La La. Let's talk about Velvet La La. <laughs> um, well, it's funny. We just had our year anniversary playing together. And um, so this time last year, I got a phone call from their guitar player. And he was actually saying, he goes, hey, we had a guy singing with us. He's not showing up to rehearsals. He's not learning his music. And um, he said, could you jump in? And I I had known him through mutual friends and everything. And um, I said, sure. And he sent me this list of like 50 to 60 songs. This is like May 2nd. He goes, and I said, when's the first gig? He's like, May 14th. I went, all right, sign me up. You said, and, okay. 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 <laughs> that's, like, that's the theme. Uh, and, and it's been great. It's a great group um, of musicians. And we just have so much fun. It, it was a big learning curve. to. Uh, I, we work with the in-ear monitors. And there's a few little backing tracks that just kind of fill out the sound because we don't have a keyboard player. And but a lot of they already kind of existed with another band called Boogie Shoes. But two of the members of Boogie Shoes moved to Oregon. So they were they needed another person in the band. Yep. It didn't. I don't think they were expecting me, but it it, it turned out great. And I love singing with them. The other uh, gal that I sing with, I love doing harmonies with her. And we just have a lot of fun. We really do. Is there, genuinely... is there a gig tonight? No, we had a gig last night and then Friday night. And then this the end of this month, we've got four gigs in a row. We're going to be at one bar, another bar. And then my other little group, which is actually with our percussionist and the guitar player from Velvet Lala, we have a 90s tribute group. And it's very much like MTV Unplugged. Um, like, What's some of your sets? Oh, we do... Uh, oh, we do like... Lisa Loeb's stay well for Velvet or the other group. 
the nineties you were talking about. The nineties group. We, we do a lot of Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots. Um, oh yes. For, and it's very funny to look back and going, um, what, what I was singing 20 plus years ago at Shenandoah and go, and now I'm singing man who sold the world and creep and stay just, I, I just love it. I, it's some black girls counting crows. My favorite one to do is Mr. Jones. Oh, oh my God. That is just poetry. And God, it just that, that is a song that should be on the playlist. Yeah. We have this, this yeah. uh, late nineties mm -hmm. playlist on Spotify that, uh, You'll have to add your favorite little 90s songs, too. I will. It's amazing. I totally forgot about Counting Crows and that he uh, dated Courtney Cox. Yes. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But Velvet Lala is a whole nother thing. It's, it's, it's a dance band. And um, I kind of dug my heels in a little bit at the beginning because I, I'm not a big fan of songs like Happy and Uptown Funk. I love Bruno Mars. I love, you know, I love all of it. But like the songs, I, I was like, I don't think that I get a little too. I can hear Ms. Gullstrand coming out in, in my voice going, I don't think my voice is right for that. <laughs> and, um, well, there's not a lot of range in the, and especially in Happy. No, no, it's it's not fun uh the other girl mainly sings that one and and i just provide backup singing which i love just doing harmonies and backup but then i get to do a little Nicki minaj and and blurred lines and the best part is when the rap sections come on because i'm the resident rapper and and it's hilarious because all of a sudden you see the people in the bar kind of look around they go oh it's the little redheaded girl oh just to let you know we just all bought tickets to alaska to come see that <laughs> <laughs> it is it is so funny my parents were up this past year this past summer and they came out to the gig and um there's a lot of language in it because well i mean it's yeah it's that music and they're like are your parents gonna be okay with this i went where do you think i learned it no i'm kidding <laughs> Oh my God, Strock does Nicki Minaj. I yeah. am down I for it. I love Starships is fun. Oh my gosh, I have so much fun. And we do a Lady Gaga medley. Oh, I, have, oh. I love it. I love Lady Gaga. I do too. She's doing yeah. the new song for the new Top Gun movie. Yep. Yes. Hold yep. my hand. Have you heard it? Have no. I heard it? Yeah. I have, yeah. Have you, Katie? No. I have not heard it yet, so it's hold my hand instead of take my breath away. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's getting older, Tom Cruise. It is so someone, someone has to hold his hand to get him to set. Um, yeah, you have to listen to it. It's going to be a, a regular feature for you, I'm sure. It's, All right. All right. It's that kind of like almost 80s power ballad um, that Gaga does so well. Like, take my breath away. It's like, are you trying to kill her? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just a weird song. Oh, the 80s. Especially because it's Top Gun and they have those like air things on <laughs> so they can breathe. I don't know. Right. It was a choice. So, funny, funny story about Top Gun that I will never forget. So when that movie came out, my my dad's an old Marine and we were stationed in, in, at Cherry Point in North Carolina. So that's where I was all through elementary school. And we went to go see that movie in the theater off of a Marine Corps air base. So the theater is full of young Marines and, and they're all, all the, air, you know, the, the planes, you know, all the fighter sequences and everything and that they were just, woo. And it was just very funny. 1986. Bingo.
Yeah, wow. So you got to see that with the military because they were given really like, you know, unprecedented access to all that. I mean, all those fight, uh, flight scenes are amazing in that film. I mean, they are crazy. really good. But you also have like, what is it? Um, True Lies with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh -huh. James Curtis. You should have heard the hubbub about that because in that one scene where the Harrier, I think it's a Harrier hovers. Yep. Oh, they can't do that. They can't do that. <laughs> they lost their minds. Yeah. No. All I remember from True Lies is Jamie Lee Curtis ripping her dress parts off to make a sexier dress and dumping the water from the flowers on her hair. She's brilliant. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, she's, she's so good. Have you seen Everything Everywhere all at once? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. She is amazing. You would be like, at first, be like, is that Jamie Lee Curtis? Because it's just completely against character. Wonderful actress. Really, really uh, yes. great. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Well, Katie, we are mindful of your time. I, we we want to kind of start to wrap up a few questions sure. before we uh, depart. Um, so is there anything you recommend that you have been binging that you love on any streaming services? Wait, before you used to ask the first question, is it normal to see cars with license plates that say Russia? <laughs> no, that's uh, we have a lot of license plates because vanity plates everybody's got something on there. So I was, I was actually looking at getting my license plate changed um, for my, my voice studio. Cause it's called songbird studios because my grandfather called me his little songbird when I was little. Oh, I love that. Okay. Stevie, what was the question so, again? Wait, the songbird, you you're teaching voice as well. <clears throat> I do. I teach voice. I teach a little bit of guitar, beginning guitar. Um, yes. Yes. I rap. <laughs> I rap. You know, so we didn't dive too much into it, but it's like all healthy singing is is basically my thing because I'll turn around just in April. I did, um, you know, the Velvet La La gig. So we're doing rock and roll and then turned around the next night and sang with the Anchorage Jazz Ensemble, 18 piece big band and then went into tech week for Tosca. Wow. So just good, healthy singing and knowing how to approach the material material properly right is the big thing it's like you you don't have to be pigeonholed into a a style although i mean my opinion there might be some voices that maybe they're only really cut out for pop music or you, know, you should really stick with opera or you know yeah because i've certainly heard versions of wagon wheel that <laughs> i'm going that was very operatic okay that works <laughs> rock me mama like a wagon wheel <laughs> But like no, Miley's no. not going to be with the symphony anytime soon. Who? What's that? Miley Cyrus. Like Miley Cyrus. She has a very specific kind of style of singing. Maybe she wouldn't be as well-rounded as uh, another voice like your own Maybe. or an Edry Means that can sing many styles in yeah. many ways. Yes. Yeah. I, but I think maybe that's where it started from was, uh, you know, Edry sings all these different styles and it's just, I, I'm like, why should we put ourselves in a box? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love singing a good blues tune and then turning around like Tosca was so much fun. And the cantata in that, in the second act is gorgeous and made me thankful. I was a mezzo because that, that part. So, Oh, just low G all the way up to a high F. And it was just, it's just fun to sing. And I, I love it. I, 
yeah, I, I love it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> so, so now to more pertinent things, is there anything that you're streaming? I'll get you, back to that. Yes. That you uh, love that you have been watching in the past, you know, couple of years. Years. Oh, uh, I'm a big outlander fan. So oh is God. Matt. I love that. And my mm-hmm. other guilty pleasure and, I am working on a website, by the way. There's a whole lot of stuff. But um, I've done this thing with uh, Anchorage Cabarets. That's where I just came from. It was music directing their next one. But they do a Women of Rock. And this past one, I did Carry On My Wayward Son, which was so much fun. And I did it because I love Supernatural. I'm such a dork. What a a wonderful show. It was. uh, I loved it. Yeah. Amazing. Watched every single season. Yes. Uh, Carry on. Yeah, I love that uh, when they do the flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, every time that song comes on, I'm I just get so excited. But yeah, um, I'm Outlander, Supernatural. I don't thank God for the pinks. I will say this because we'll get together and we zoomed a lot over the pandemic. And thank God for my more deep into acting friends because they will say oh have you watched this have you watched this but um dairy girls and never have i ever i think they got me on those two shows what was the first one dairy girl dairy girls dairy dairy like dairy ireland oh oh not like dairy milk not milking but dairy stephen king's it yeah yeah not that yeah dairy girls interesting where do you know what that's what's that on it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. And never have I ever. And that cast is so beautifully diverse and it's wonderful. And never have I ever is mm. the drinking Netflix. game? No, no. Oh, well, it's kind of, no, no, that's not a drinking game. It's, it's not? Well, no. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> it um, was fun. No, okay. What, uh, have have there been any books that you've read that you kind of, are you a big reader? I am not, I have to admit, I am not a big reader. Um, it's, I read a lot when I was on, on tour, but not, uh, not now. Usually reading is out of necessity. So funny enough, one of the last books I read was Snow Child when, um, uh, Arena did that. I don't know. Did you see that? I did see it. Yes. Um, that because when they were going to bring it, I don't know what the deal was, but I did audition for that because they wanted to have an incorporate some Alaska uh, performers and um, art at the time called me in for that. And so I wanted people that could sing, I guess, bluegrass kind of styles. And and know. so what it didn't go to Alaska, right? It was it didn't. To- and I'm not sure why that didn't happen. I don't know if it just I don't know. I, I've never quite heard the whole story about it, but I think I could probably say a thing or two, but maybe offline. Well, I would say my gut about it is maybe some money got lesser and pooled after the initial production. And um, I think it's location bias. They were like, well, we don't want to have a show in Alaska called Snow Child. So, well, it was written by an Alaskan uh, author. It's, oh, it's all, what yeah, is it about? it's all based up here it's kind of like a magical child comes into the life of these people and yeah sounds like moses yeah (laughs) or willow yeah or or the snowman yeah i mean it it was it was i think we are all magical to have come into each other's lives as children yeah 
I don't know if my parents would agree. Are we the yeah. Snow Children? It was it was weird. It was a weird show. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um, it was one of those, and I had fr- a friend in it, um, who I won't name. Who after I came backstage to see him, he said, "I know it's really weird, isn't it?" You know. So I think there were some issues outlying. It was beautiful uh, to watch, like visually. Um, Didn't it have a lot of like projections? Almost entirely, yeah. I think that was another issue was the type of projector it needed. We couldn't get it up here for some. (laughs) I don't know. It was it was a show that worked on arena stage money. Okay. And and do you know what I mean? I think that probably was something to do with it. And they were like, "No, you can't have our projector. We need it." Right. It might have been that. Yeah. And and it would have been too expensive to buy one. And yeah. or, you know, Perseverance didn't have that money to do it. So. Right. So yep. um, where can people follow you if they are interested in what you're doing, what band you're singing with, what what's going on in Katie's life? <laughs> well, um, I have my website for my uh, studio, Songbird Studios of, uh, of Alaska. And that's all studio information. And it's funny, one of my voice students is actually in Greencastle, Pennsylvania. So we do Zoom every week. And uh, so that's fun. And Facebook at this point, Velvet Lala is on there. I'm on Instagram with, as the frozen ginger snap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit for that. My, my one friend came up with that. I was like, and I'm hardly on it. But, but currently I'm in the process of um, working on a website because I have to be honest, uh, my days up here, I, I'm not going to stay up here forever um it's it's been a good run i think i still i miss performing i I, theater the only outlet i have up here is really the opera and occasionally something if the right thing comes along with perseverance but as far as musicals there's not a much there's not much up here um and so i am kind of looking over the next few years a possible transition back to the lower 48 yeah wow I know. <laughs> wow, that's that's incredible. Uh, after so so long there, but but yeah. understandable. Well, it- and also things are kind of even slowly moving into a digital format more and more and more. Like everybody's kind of moving into theater, but into a little bit of stuff on YouTube and make my own channel and TikTok mm-hmm. and. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Katie, we love you. We love you. <laughs> it is so good to hear your voices. And when I get home, let's find a night to go go out and do something. Yeah, we would love that. We could, okay. we, we could go to a museum and see some paintings. Uh, I I would prefer beverages. Uh, both. <laughs> Can you not drink at the Smithsonian? <laughs> well, you're not supposed to. No. Who looked at me funny with the, the type of purse I was carrying the one time. They were like, you need to carry that in the front. I was like, Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And, and I'll teach you the, the drinking game, Never Have I Ever. <laughs> Didn't we do enough drinking at the house, please? Oh, Jesus. I do not want to go. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never had a drop. <laughs> please. Um, All right. We so love you, Katie. You, much love. Yeah. Much love. Stay above. And come visit soon. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you.
Thanks for joining us, Katie. We really had a great time catching up and learning all about Alaska. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking here real quick. My thinking happens real quick. Like, there are songs like, you know, California, here we come, Georgia. Is there a song about Alaska? Well, uh, I guess... Not about. Is there a song that... Mentions Alaska? Alaska... Oh, Alaska, my home is not so near. Alaska, Alaska, let's go drink some cold beer. That's how the magic happens, folks. You're listening to it live. Um, did you find something, Ryan? Yeah, I think maybe. It's not going to be as good as what you just heard, though. Not at all. It's just nature. Oh. Oh, that's what Alaska sounds like. Oh, this is Alaska by Maggie Rogers. It's got a beat. You can dance to it. Alaska. Alaska. Drop that chorus there, Maggie. Well, I like that. Look it up. Maggie Rogers, Alaska. You're welcome, Maggie. So, yeah, sponsored by Maggie Rogers and Zenify. All right. Um, thank you so much, Katie, and. Uh, we loved catching up with you. Oh. That's Johnny Horton with North to Alaska here at WZZT. Um, You're up all night. <laughs> uh, if you want to know more about us, please visit www.connorsmith.com musicals.com that is connor with an er please rate review subscribe to this podcast it really helps us out a lot please share it where you share things post it where you post things send it to your grandma well maybe not she probably won't like it um if you want to add you don't know my grandma that's true if you want to add to the discussion join the discord the link is in the description um post photos post comments words of encouragement anything it's it's kind of like social media but off social media so uh check that out you can also add to our spotify playlist maybe we should add some alaska songs i don't know they work based in the it's a late 90s playlist so i don't know if it, it might be very niche to find an I alaska mean, seattle song seattle is close yeah right so i mean that was grunge was big in the 90s yeah yeah i mean there is some grunge on the playlist i think Check it out to see. You don't never know till you check yeah, it out. Yeah, and feel free to choose not to listen to us because we are all about choice. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. On that note, uh, we uh, look forward to another week of shows with you all next weekend. And um, have a great night. We will see you then. See you Saturday. Or Friday. Thursday. Whenever you listen to this. Bye. Bye.